This is our devotional commentary for Romans chapter 14. I'm Pastor Doug Corlew. Welcome to the Abide Podcast, where we daily begin with the reading of God's Word. As for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not to quarrel over opinions. One person believes he may eat anything, while the weak person eats only vegetables. Let not the one who eats despise the one who abstains, and let not the one who abstains pass judgment on the one who eats, for God has welcomed him. Who are you to pass judgment on the servant of another? It is before his own master that he stands or falls, and he will be upheld, for the Lord is able to make him stand. One person esteems one day as better than another, while another esteems all days alike. Each one should be fully convinced in his own mind. The one who observes the day observes it in honor of the Lord. The one who eats eats in honor of the Lord, since he gives thanks to God. While the one who abstains abstains in honor of the Lord and gives thanks to God. For none of us lives to himself, and none of us dies to himself. For if we live, we live to the Lord, and if we die, we die to the Lord. So then, whether we live or whether we die, we are the Lord's. For to this end Christ died and lived again, that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. Why do you pass judgment on your brother? Or you? Why do you despise your brother? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. For it is written, As I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then, each of us will give an account of himself to God. Therefore, let us not pass judgment on one another any longer, but rather decide never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of a brother. I know and am persuaded in the Lord Jesus that nothing is unclean in itself, but it is unclean for anyone who thinks it unclean. For if your brother is grieved by what you eat, you are no longer walking in love. By what you eat... Do not destroy the one for whom Christ died. So do not let what you regard as good be spoken of as evil. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Whoever thus serves Christ is acceptable to God and approved by men. So then let us pursue what makes for peace and for mutual upbuilding. Do not for the sake of food... Destroy the work of God. Everything is indeed clean, but it is wrong for anyone to make another stumble by what he eats. It is good not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything that causes your brother to stumble. The faith that you have, keep between yourself and God. Blessed is the one who has no reason to pass judgment on himself for what he approves. But whoever has doubts is condemned if he eats because the eating is not from faith. For whatever does not proceed from faith is sin. Church unity should be very simple. Did you know that? Here's all it takes. Everyone agree with me about everything. Well, if you don't like that plan, then... What's the alternative, that everyone should agree with you? 
Romans 14 offers a better way. Since chapter 12, verse 9, Paul has been urging us to walk in love. And the theme continues here with practical help for dealing with disputable matters in the fellowship of a church. For some Christians, there's no such thing as a disputable matter. Everything is black and white, right or wrong. And it's certainly true that the Bible draws clear lines when it comes to stealing, idolatry, sexual misconduct, and many other issues. But there are also many issues where sincere Christians are free to disagree. In the early church, for example, everyone was not seeing eye to eye in regard to diets and special days. Some Christians enjoy a good argument and they're confident in their own position. But throughout this chapter, Paul is not so much interested in proving who's right and who's wrong. His greater concern is for harmony and peace, lest minor differences of opinion cause major divisions in the church. The one who is weak in faith, as Paul puts it, he may have a firm conscience that's not yet informed by the Word of God. And to that person, Paul says, don't be critical of those who fail to live by your own personal convictions. After all, they don't report to you. It's not your job to judge them. Meanwhile, to those who have greater clarity regarding their gospel freedom in Christ, Paul says, there's no need to be smug about it. Every believer is completely loved and accepted by the Father. So let's treat each other as God treats us with plenty of grace. Paul wants both sides to at least appreciate one another's motives. Jews observed the Sabbath and many other holy days, but Gentiles didn't much care about the Jewish calendar. Instead of trying to change anyone's views, Paul says, each should be fully convinced in his own mind. Study your Bible, pray about it, think it through, and live accordingly. Then assume others have done the same thing. Give one another the benefit of the doubt. One day we will give an account of ourselves before a sovereign, all-knowing God. So give attention to your own life and walk in love, limiting your freedom if necessary, out of sensitivity to the weaker brother, lest he be led by your example to violate his own conscience. Thanks for listening to the Abide Podcast. For more information about Summit Church of Alta, go to summitefc.com and I'll meet you again next time as we abide living daily in the Word.